Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie. I'm continuing the series of Psyche and today I've got Stephanie Real on the show. She's the founder and owner behind Real Deal Marketing, uh, which is a US-based boutique marketing and branding firm. She's had a decade of digital marketing and brand strategy experience, and she's worked with brands across various industries, including technology, e-commerce, health, and wellness. So I'm really looking forward to this show. I know that um, a common friend has actually connected us as well, um, who who was on the podcast on another series. So I think it's just really exciting when this happens and I get to connect with awesome people around the world. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Hey, Stephanie, welcome to Unplug with Annie. Hi, thank you so much. It's so great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it's such a pleasure. Um, I, I want to know you're, you know, you're a businesswoman. I'm all about women empowerment, and you know, I know community is a big thing for you. Um, you're, you're surrounded by very positive women as well. I think that's amazing. Tell us when you decided to. When did you know that this, this was something that you really wanted to do? Well, you know, I think for me, I had the. I had the pleasure and the real just joy of seeing entrepreneurs and women doing great things from a young age. Um, and so kind of that idea of entrepreneurship and owning my own business was always something that I thought I would eventually do. Um, I actually started my business while I was in college. So I guess that's kind of when I actually took the first leap, even though, um, you know, I didn't fully focus on the business itself right then and there. I use that to help build my skills, to help build a network and a community of other professionals, not only in Phoenix, Arizona and the neighboring areas here where I live and have resided for the last 15 years, but throughout the country and now in the last couple years, really worldwide and across the globe. So um, I really think that that's been able, kind of that, seeing that community and connection from a young age in my family and in in my in my upbringing really helped lead that path for me yeah and and now obviously the the world has changed significantly in terms of the way we operate and a lot is happening online and obviously your experience is in digital marketing amongst other areas is it how has the impact been on this area of work um, in your observation you know, what I have been seeing, and I think 2020 is a unique near year for every single industry and for every single human. I think we're all experiencing it in a different way. But for me and from my perspective, what I'm seeing, um, you know, especially if we think back to March, kind of when in the United States, when things were really just kind of starting to happen, happen here, um, you know, the news was was sharing and showing kind of some of the issues that were happening in other parts of the world and then having those effects come stateside uh, really kind of for our industry as a whole I think everyone just kind of took a pause and I think a lot of industries just kind of froze um, you know there's been a lot of I think fear and anxiety and a lot of different emotions this year and so in the beginning there I think there was that initial period of the unknown and being really fearful, especially as a business owner. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, since then kind of 
learning how to navigate, getting our feet down, almost like a child kind of goes through development of you have to crawl before you can walk or run and really kind of seeing that on the business side too. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like prior to the pandemic as well, standing out as a business, as a startup or, you know, even personal brands um, on platforms like social media, which seem to have become, you know, it, 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 it's like everyone's on there now. So um, how do how, my question would be like, how do you see yourself standing out in that space? And is, should that really be the objective for all of us, you know, wanting to stand out in that space, or do you feel that takes away from the quality of work we're doing where we have this pressure that, oh, you know, we, we need to be on socials, we need to be accessible, we need to be seen? Oh, such, so many thoughts are running through my mind. I think <laughs> for now more than any time before, and really over the last 10 or so years with the introduction of social media and now you know, it's in so many lives. We have billions of users on platforms across the globe. So there's a lot of noise too with that. You know, there's a lot of connection. There's a lot of great community opportunity, but there is a lot of noise. And I think that as business owners or just as, as humans using the platforms, we do feel that need a lot of the times or that pressure to stand out. Mm -hmm. I, what really always resonates true for me, and even when I'm working with clients, uh, you know, kind of when we're working with a business, looking at the business data, understanding who that target audience is, and really making sure that whatever platforms we're deciding to have a presence on makes sense for that person that we want to connect with, that community that we want to build as the brand. But I think that that really rings true as, a, as an individual for your personal brand as well. Yeah. Is, and a, a lot of times that comes back to first and foremost, knowing who you are, knowing what is most important to you, and, and really what is that most authentic piece of you being your true self? Because so many times, and especially with all the noise, even on a digital screen when you're scrolling on your phone and you're seeing a piece of content, maybe it's an Instagram post that a person has uploaded, you can kind of tell if it's not 100% genuine. Even if you've never met that person before, you kind of get this gut feeling if you're really in tuned and checked in. And when the audience, no matter if you're a personal brand, a business brand, or just a user on the account, when you're not living that truth and being authentic, it really, it shows through and it doesn't make that lasting connection or that lasting community. Yeah. Do you think that's, is, is that the biggest factor in your opinion, which makes brands or the determining factor as to whether they go on to be more successful than others in your experience of working with clients? You know, I think. I think that's part of it. I think they're just like with many things in life, it's not one thing, it's many things, but they all kind of build together. Mm -hmm. And the other piece that I have seen where either clients are struggling or other businesses that I've seen in various industries where they struggle is forgetting who their customer is, forgetting you know who they wanna connect with, or forgetting their, their goals and just kind of going willy-nilly and not really having that action that they're taking, whether it's an Instagram post, a story, a piece of content, a blog, uh, even just a video message. I mean, any, any way that they could present themselves, if it's not tracking toward that larger goal or to that actual audience that, that they want to attract or connect with, 
they're missing the point altogether. Yeah, yeah. So I know it, as, a, as a company, you also do what you call journey mapping, which is essentially like strategizing for that brand. Do you think measuring one success becomes important then? Because I think what you're getting at is obviously if there's not a plan, you're just kind of, you're, you're figuring things out as you're going along, which, which can, I think, sometimes be a pro. I'm not, I'm not sure. But then ultimately, I suppose we need people like you who just who know who know the route for us so it, it takes out the guessing work I love that you just said you know to know the route and taking the map the map forward and and knowing what that looks like in a perfect world that would work every time and I would probably be on a private island somewhere you know with all right. of my riches just hanging out because I've been so successful I think and 2020 has really shown us and really made this very present for so many, we, we don't always have a plan. Or if we have a plan, plans are great, but um, you know, I, I, I always think of the saying, you know, we make plans and then the universe laughs. Because there's a lot of different things that come at us, whether it's a business or in our personal lives. And I think that you know, where, where I really find success when I'm working with clients is we wanna have a general idea of where we wanna go what that end goal looks like, what that you know, ideal customer, who that person is, what their interests are so that we can relate to them and really create a connection. But the map or the way that we get there, it changes along the way too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Is there something personal to you, a lesson that you have learned personally, which you feel has truly helped you in terms of elevating or moving into a specific place even professionally like whether it's a skill you've learned or something you've experienced or you know just like we we have these moments where we we, we i suppose we have some kind of revolution um revolutionary thought if you like which, which just changes our perspective and we're able to do things differently to the way we've done before you know there I can think of so many different moments, especially over the last two or so years of focusing on running my business full time of, you know, I, I look back things that I did then or knew, knew then I I've learned so much now. Uh, and I think that I've always been open to continuing to learn and knowing that I don't have all the answers and being really upfront with whether it's a friend or if it's a client along the way, can we have to see kind of what, what happens and how it goes and be willing to, really think on our feet um, and kind of the biggest lesson from there has been around failure. And I don't, I don't prefer to see failure as a bad thing. Uh, I really, and I think especially into my adult life, the lesson that I learned from, from those failures is they usually open up your eyes or your perspective to so much more, maybe a way, a different way to do something. Or um, if it didn't, you know, if it didn't quite work, what are those learnings from there and taking from it? not dwelling too much on it and just moving forward as best as we can. And so that's probably the biggest piece of not seeing failure as a, as a negative, but really turning it into a positive, celebrating those failures too, acknowledging them, honoring them and using them to learn and move forward. Yeah, no, I think that's a really great point. And I think a lot of the guests, what, what everyone seems to have in common is this acceptance that we, we, you know, we won't always succeed and we have to fail in order to move forward. So I think that's, 
really great. Has, has there ever been times where you feel like you, before you work with brands, that there is something innately wrong that the brand needs to fix before you can, you can essentially come in and, and take over or contribute in, in some way? Are you able to, from outside of the box, be able to, to pick these things out now that you've been doing it so long and and how do you how do you kind of navigate around those situations is it is it tough to tell people like hey you know completely wrong direction scrap this we need we need to do something else i in the beginning i and earlier on in my career i definitely think that that was something or even if i felt it you know i knew and I, from experience and just from that intuition, that gut feeling, knowing that what the direction that they were going in previously and what that piece was wrong about it, having that voice to say it with confidence and to really be assured in my reasoning, especially when you're a young woman, you know, just starting out fresh out of college, working with, uh, working with a brand and knowing that and just being able to see it, see it forward, that it's not going to work. That isn't always necessarily well received by either your colleagues or the client. Um, there's some definitely, you know, some challenges with that. But I, I think as I have grown and matured in my career and my experience, those kind of conversations flow a lot easier. Uh, but leading with compassion and understanding, you know, so many of the clients that I work with are smaller businesses. So sometimes a lot of the pieces that are in place marketing wise, the owner themselves has put into place. and they're not a marketer, they own, you know, a retail store or, um, you know, they're a, a medical professional. They, they're figuring out the business stuff as they go. And so acknowledging that and, and mixing that, you know, not just the things that they're doing wrong or areas of improvement, but also acknowledging what was right and where the great foundation points are that we can build on to. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. Um, another big thing which, which which comes with social media, and obviously I feel like this is your expertise space, so I think it's going to be really helpful to talk about it, is just the fact that aesthetics have become huge as well, like, you know, what we're putting out there these days, you know, there's, there's so many conversations around, you know, what is the mood of, of your in Instagram page, you know, what are you trying to convey, what do you want people to feel, um, so so much importance, again, is given to, you know, how we appear to be um, at least how we're portraying ourselves. And I feel like that can, that can just cause a lot of pressure as well of this need to be perfect all the time and not really showing our failures, um, not we really wearing it on our sleeves. It's almost like we feel ashamed to, to reveal those ugly parts or the parts that go wrong, you know, even, even when it comes to business. So how do we truly, I know you mentioned authenticity before, but how do we truly tap into that authenticity and also I suppose yeah be vulnerable enough to say like okay we're, we're taking a different direction with our audience you know sharing that process from my perspective especially on Instagram since there is such an aesthetic there uh, you know a worrying about your your feed and your grid and all these different crazy things that if you would have asked me 10 years ago, <laughs> I would not, I wouldn't have been able to necessarily see it. Yeah. Um, but really thinking back 10 years ago to Instagram, in a lot of ways with that focus on the visuals, it almost was kind of a next generation magazine style. And I think that a lot of that, that editorial approach, you know, there 
been so many different articles and studies and, and different information about Photoshop and the magazine covers and showing perfection and how that skews our thoughts about beauty or your presentation. And I think that there are a lot of pieces of that that are rooted on the Instagram side, even, you know, and any other social platform today of wanting to show your best. Right. Uh, I kind of joke sometimes, you know, depending on the feed and depending on the account, that whatever somebody's posting isn't necessarily their real life. Mm -hmm. uh, it's what they want you to see, just like you would maybe if it was a, a magazine uh, feature. But I think what I'm starting to see a shift with is people that are being more open and being more vulnerable and open to having those conversations and just sharing, you know, being more transparent, saying, hey, I didn't know what I was doing here. Here's what I'm going through, you know, or especially in 2020, having having someone jump on a story and say, you know, I'm really struggling today. I'm really having a hard time with all of this. My mental health is not in a great point. What tips or tricks do you have for me? Like, you know, what have you tried? Have, being open and having those experiences and sharing them, that I think as we have that more and more, the more others are then encouraged to have that vulnerability and know that it's a safe place for that. It's not just the perfect pictures and that, you know, oh, we have it all figured out. Everything's going to plan. Everything's perfect. Because uh, there's a lot of different bumps and bruises along the way. And I've definitely seen more of the, of the quote unquote influencers or the, the community or sphere of influence that I choose to follow on Instagram. I've seen more of those open and candid conversations this year mm -hmm. around very challenging topics, yeah. uh, which has been so welcome. And I think we'll continue to see more of that. Yeah, very true. I think it's definitely uh, there has there has been a shift which has happened, and unfortunately, mental health has really been impacted um, during the pandemic. How how do you personally uh, deal with moments of uncertainty, moments where you know you are thrown off, perhaps work is affected, perhaps you know in your personal life you're going through something, and you have to turn up at work and you know make sure work is done and put on a face essentially. I mean, because all of us have to do that obviously to some degree, um, but how do you personally implement like self-care practices which help benefit you? For the last probably almost two years, I have found meditation. And so I practice and meditate daily and really focus in on that self-energy before I start giving of myself to anyone else. And so, I, I haven't always had a, a great grasp on anxiety. I've definitely struggled throughout my life. And having, having that morning routine or those first few minutes for myself before I think about my dogs or even what I'm going to, you know, what I'm going to eat for the day or running out the door to get to a workout, uh, any of those pieces, I have those few quiet moments. I don't look at my phone. Uh, you know, I, a lot of times I'll wake up around 5 a.m. and spend the first hour just for myself between my morning stretching and meditation and having that routine and having that to look forward to every day, knowing that's my time and I control it, even if I can't control anything else. Mm -hmm. That has really been, I think, the most major and crucial piece that I implemented. Little did I know 2020 was going to happen, but I feel like I have... I've held on to that routine throughout all the ups and downs of, of 2020, especially. And it's really helped me to be more centered and to approach the day from a better place 
and making sure that my cup is really full first and that I'm taking care of myself first before I try to take care of a client or jump into an email inbox with even, you know, something that might be somewhat urgent, but really making sure that I'm in the right space to jump in and give myself to others for that day. Yeah, that's so important. I think that's, it's such an important thing that you've said because we're just constantly surrounded by distractions, right? And I, I, yes. I feel like they become sort of, um, uh, I guess, coping mechanisms to a certain degree and we, we don't even realize it. So having that awareness is, is really, really great. Um, and also, you're also big on community. I know that um, a little bit about that. How have has those relationships that you have in your life supported you? Um, not just this year, but, but generally, how important is that to one's elevation with whatever it is you're doing? Because I know having the right people really makes a difference, whether it's not necessarily having mentors, but has there been that mentor in your life uh, who's aided you and guided you and just, just been there for you in the way that you needed? Our communities, in my opinion, are some of the most important pieces of our lives that we engage with. And that can be, I love, I love that you call out a mentor. I can absolutely be a mentor. It can also be what I have heard called before and what I have taken is as my own naming um, a digital mentor. So certain, maybe there's a certain account on Instagram and, and it really uplifts you and, and really helps you and motivates you. That can be a mentor too. It doesn't just have to be a person-to-person -person connection. Um, and really knowing that we control who we surround ourselves with as well. So I know that there's the saying of, you know, you're most like the, mo the five people that you surround yourselves with. And I, I've seen both sides of it. It was a couple of years ago and really probably at the start of my my entrepreneur journey, you know, I, I left a, a corporate job. I was, I've, I've worked mostly remotely for the last five years, but still had a lot of team interaction, things like that. Left my job, fully focused on my business. And it was just me, you know, and, and my clients. And uh, it was a, a little bit of a transition of not having that same, that same connection. And I felt myself really craving it and missing it. And so I did really, I was intentional about finding community of women that, uh, women and men, but um, a couple of the communities that I am in are solely focused on other women business owners, other women, um, you know, are health and wellness minded, and really bettering ourselves and having that, that space to kind of go to if you're struggling or to celebrate a win and to know that, to know that those women are going to be there to support you. It really it helps to know that and to it reinforces that we're none of us are alone on this journey and we really do benefit so much from having others in our lives you know this year of course a lot of it's been virtual but it the impact i think the impact has been just the same if not more uh because i'm able to talk to now people that are you know in the uk people that are in you know ireland italy Mexico, right. other parts of the United States without even leaving, without even leaving my home office, which is such an incredible and powerful tool to have that connection. Mm, yeah, I, absolutely. And I'm, I'm so big on women empowerment because I think it's so important for women to support each other and, and also not be afraid to kind of clap for each other and celebrate each other's win, right? Which 
sometimes it's it's um it's tough. I, I I feel like we need to see it more. It's not quite there yet, but it's much better than before. So I think community is incredibly amazing, and um, yeah, it's 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 so great that you you have you have that community. Um, well, Stephanie, it was so lovely for you to come on and just share a little bit about your journey. And to, I would love for you to just plug in if people want to hear more about what you're doing with, with real marketing and everything that you're about, where they can find you, um, where they need to go. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been great to talk with you and thank you for allowing me to share a little bit about me and my perspectives and what I do. Um, to connect with me, I'm on Instagram at Real Deal, and that's R I E L D E A L. I love a good pun. Uh, <laughs> and the, my business is the same, so it's Real Deal and then marketing. Um, and it's also realdealmarketing.com if you want to learn more about the business at all. But I, I hope to connect with many of you. I, I too feel so passionate about supporting each other and being each other's cheerleaders. I think that for so long that hasn't been something that uh, has been just innate for many, many women and other experiences that I had had in my life before. So to be a part of those kind of communities and to really be supporting and know and come from an, uh, an abundance mindset of knowing that there's enough for all of us and we can support and lift each other up and it just takes it to that next level and it, and it enhances it for all of us is so exciting for me. So I hope to see that continue. Oh, thank you so much. That's brilliant. And that was the end of another episode on Unplug with Annie. We're continuing this series next week. Until then, stay tuned with everything Unplug on the IG and Facebook page, Unplug with Annie, and also the website www.unplugwithannie.com. If you'd like to sign up to the newsletters, you can do so on the website and you will receive special newsletters every week, way before Sunday's release. So you get to know ahead of time who Sunday's guest is a little more more in-depth detail about the guest um, and lots more of course so stay tuned till next week